0: On this podcast, along with all episodes of the Grateful Thread podcast, are solely host opinions. Our content should not be taken as indisputable and is for entertainment purposes only. Welcome to the Grateful Thread podcast where we're creating a community for cool quilting newbies and experienced quilters tonight. Pull up a seat because you can always sit with us. We're your hosts. I'm Lacey of Messy Quilt and I am cold. I'm Ashlyn (laughs) of Urban Dwell Studio
1: and I'm coming to you fresh with no uterus. (laughs) Congrats on that. (laughs) Thank you. That's probably better than just being cold. I've been sitting in the hot tub every day during the day because I'm freezing. Well, apparently I have hot flashes to look forward to, so. <laughs> Yay! Well, congrats on the no uterus thing. <laughs> um, I have a new review for us. Let me get it for us. It's probably one of my favorite ones that we've gotten so far. We got one of our first two-star reviews. This is the two-star review. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah I'm really sad about it. Um, it's from Lauren Sose, and she says, As an older sewist who has been sewing since the original Deadheads, it's but is ne- but is newer to quilting, I enjoy listening to your podcast. I love the many new and great ideas, introductions to other quilters, and the friendly banter. It is great that there are so many passionate young quilters and sewists carrying on this timeless art. So if you didn't catch that, I don't think it's supposed to be a two-star review. <laughs> thank you, Lauren, for being here with us. But not thank you for the heart attack you gave me. <laughs> yeah, for the, we definitely did. I was like, wait, we had a two-star review. Um, that puts us at how many ratings reviews now? Um,
0: I, we're at 150. And Sweet. we'll get into our goal setting, and kind of talk about what we have planned for the new year and mm-hmm. what we want to
1: achieve. So, but thank you for the ratings. Yeah, it helps us get and reviews. It helps us get better on what we need to do, what we can change. And thanks for being part of our threadheads. Yeah, we even love if th- they're two stars, even if they're two stars, <laughs> Lauren, it's okay. We know you meant well. <laughs>
0: okay so did you want to talk about merch yeah new merch dropped in the store yes it did i'm not going to talk about it because i'm probably procrastinating and it's not done yet but by the time
1: you hear this it's done yeah so that's how we roll is if you say it on the podcast yep it's gonna it have to be done it has so to be done we went back and forth on it before we started recording and mm-hmm. i said no if we talk about it then i'll get it done so yep. make sure you get your new merch before quilt con yep. we would love to see you in your threadhead gear so you can find that at the gratefulthreadpodcast.com. yep under the merch tab yep mm-hmm. merch anything else I don't think so. We did
0: put those logo tees back up to their regular price, but they're still available and you can snag one if you want. Mm-hmm. Let's
1: represent your threadheads. We would mm-hmm. love to see you out. We're going to talk about that too later.
0: Yeah. Um, our typical, we want to see what you're
1: up to while you listen.
0: We just love seeing you guys.
1: All your projects. Seeing our threadheads, Seeing our, th- although I will say I'm running out of you can blank with us. So I want some good stuff.
0: Yeah, really keep us on our toes in the next couple months. We want to see it. We want to see it all. Like nothing is off limits. <laughs> we will make
1: it work. We will make it, definitely make it work.
0: My awesome. favorite was
1: still the. You can loop with us. You can us. loop with us. That was, that was a good one. Um, apparently, Ashlyn is now going to be. You can knit with us. Yeah, you can knit with us. I'm. I'm definitely knitting. Was it the Instagram story that got you to knit? The, maybe that was like subconsciously like put it in your brain like yeah. I think I want to knit yeah so I finished a scarf for Lucy oh awesome yeah and I
0: <laughs> I mean this is a little in the future but I am hopefully done with my scarf and working on another scarf That's so great <laughs> I have my my plan is to make a few scarves and yeah make Oh, I just sounded so midwestern scarves
1: scarves <laughs> well, well I'm excited for you to teach me how to knit because I know that a lot of quilters also knit so yeah we'll see where that hobby takes you there's just so many possibilities <laughs> okay. awesome let's
0: get into our episode on Quilty resolutions. Yeah. New year, new us. Yeah. <laughs> We're back in the studio. I think we can probably talk about
1: what is your stance on goal setting? Oh, yeah. I hate them. <laughs> you do? I do. I actually, I am not a, I'm not a big fan of the New Year's resolution goals. I feel like it's hyped um, because I think goal setting should happen all the time. I think that you you should realign and check in with yourself every couple months. Although I will say I do like the newness of January. I like um, getting rid of Christmas. We put Christmas away the day of Christmas. Um, and I like a clean house and fresh and new. So I do like that about January. What I don't like about it is the pressure to feel like you have to make these grand New Year's lists. So you're saying you were already perfect in December and you don't need to work on yourself come January. That's really healthy of you. Yeah, that's exactly. Because you don't know what life's going to throw at you in the next couple months. So do you set your goals all year long? Yeah, I think so. I kind of like, I have no vision you think of what it, so? <laughs> I, just, I, I have no vision of what my year is going to look like in January. Okay. And maybe it's boycotting New Year's resolutions because everybody does it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I feel like as moms too, it's maybe more like seasonal. Like, yeah,
0: my goals are usually like three months ahead. It's not, I mean, I do do goal setting, um, but typically like it's May and I'm, Yeah, setting bucket lists and goals for the summer with the kids home. And then it's the end of the summer and I'm kind of making a plan and getting the kids on board to have goals
1: for the school year. Yeah. Yeah. Like our, our, our years are different. In fact, I was talking to one of my neighbors and she was mentioning that like birthdays aren't a big deal for her, but it's like the new school year that feels like a bigger deal because it's the new grade and the new, that feels like a new year to me. This just feels like... January just feels like a mid-stop of the year to <laughs> me. A midway. That's yeah. fair. So I don't love personal resolutions, but I am making it a goal to make Quilty resolutions because it's on the podcast. You have to make it happen. All right. And that's our
0: episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Grateful <laughs> Thread podcast. Lacey Messerly is
1: perfect it, already. Is going to make goals. <laughs> Yay! Yay! So proud of me. <laughs> so I'm going to make... Quilty goals a priority this year. It's great. Yeah. Have a little clearer view on what I'm going to accomplish because last year was a little chaotic. How much accountability do you want on this? It's on the podcast, so I want a lot of it. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you've said this for two years. <laughs> this is the third year that you've said this.
1: Do I know. and I take it
0: in the pants or not? I end up
1: winging it. <laughs> I end up just like, oh, wing it. And then the whole year goes by. So I definitely need a little bit clearer view on what I want to say. I think
0: Lacey's asking for you guys, the (laughs) listeners, to harass her about her goals. About my goals, yeah. What are your goals? Um, Do you want to know my stance on goals? Oh, I do want to know your stance on goals. Do you know my dad? (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) Okay. Um, Basically, he's a goal setter.
1: He is a goal setter.
0: (laughs) The Ula goal setter. I didn't realize that it was not normal for you to set goals. That it's, yeah as a kid <laughs> <laughs> it, I was a solid 25 year old before I realized that not everybody grew up doing that I thought it was like most people didn't and like
1: maybe my husband just didn't yeah no, no that's not really no. nobody else but well um. especially at the extents it that your dad does
0: yeah it's like full-on goal setting that's basically his business. I was just so going to say
1: that that's what his business entrepreneurial is. and
0: very like goal oriented and success driven and <laughs> it, it fits his brand and his personality to a T mm-hmm. and I don't know I think we were lucky to grow up that way it was pretty fun mm-hmm. and like having somebody that was like really committed to you achieving your goals and like helping you Like think about that stuff.
1: It was really cool. And was it typically January that it really was like the thing? Yeah. Like you made it a thing. Yeah. Our New
0: Year's tradition was on New Year's Eve at midnight, well New Year's Day I guess, Mm -hmm. we all ran around the house barefoot. Not in the house outside. It was typically snowy. Uh You run around the entire perimeter of the house barefoot and run back in and then we start making goals. Really? Really intense. (laughs) I don't know why. Why was it the outside um, thing? I don't know. It just started one year when we were
1: that's like, kind of really cool. little.
0: And it was snowing and it was a dare, and then it became a thing.
1: That's cool. Yeah,
0: and cold. And
1: did he ever like write it in a notebook or? A, yeah, like we usually had some kind of paper. And that's amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. I didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I've I heard. Just- <laughs> <laughs> I think we just went to bed. Maybe that's why I don't like goal setting. Is I do- I genuinely don't know how to do it. Yeah, which is why we're talking about it today. Yeah. Short-term goals,
0: long-term goals, big out-of-reach goals. Mm-hmm. And then you have to set your steps to get to the goals and give yourself time.
1: Um, did you find that you would visit, revisit your goals often? Or was it just kind of like a yearly, you would ch- check in with yourself yearly?
0: Mm, no, I think I revisited my goals pretty often. I usually would have them hanging somewhere. I don't think my sisters were as into it as I was, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I definitely definitely did. Like, I'm talking, like, probably
1: 10, 11, 12 plus. Hmm. Yeah, I think I just don't know how to do it. Yeah. So glad to have you here with me now to help us do it. Let's help our our friends do it, too. That's our guest, Dave. (laughs) We should have Dave. My dad. Yay. Um,
0: Okay. Fun fact. People with goals are ten times more likely to succeed. People who set actionable tasks and reported the progress to a supportive friend, achieved their goals 40% faster than those who had written goals, but did not formulate action commitments. 77% of people keep their New Year's pledges for at least one week, but only 19% for up to two years. Research suggests that 92% of people do not achieve their goals, and 8% that do achieve them, follow a similar pattern for accomplishing their goals. SMART goal setting is a way of setting objectives that are clear, trackable, and achievable. The SMART acronym stands for five crucial qualities your goals should have. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound.
1: Do you wanna talk about goals? I did I did write down a goal. Yeah, let's, let's talk about, we can talk about our personal goals. Yeah, let's do First. personal goals. So this is a little bit silly, but I am, my goal this year, is to make a quilt that I keep for myself. That is really wonderful <laughs> considering is considering you have zero. I have two I've kept in my whole life of quilting in 10 years. Um, and I counted last year, I made five commission quilts and 20 t-shirt quilts. And obviously none of which I kept and had no time to make anything for myself, let alone have an idea of what I wanted to make for myself. So a big goal of mine in 2024 is to make a quilt for myself. And hopefully I like it enough to potentially put it into QuiltCon. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. See, that seems so so far away, October. Yeah, but if you're not planning on it in January, then you're not
0: planning on it in April and you're not planning on it in (laughs) July. And if you haven't started it by July, yeah, you're going to be real stressed getting that in by October 31st. I know. That's why I say, I'm saying it now. Yeah. Because if it's on the podcast then it happens. I'm just telling you guys if you're not ready to start that quilt by July like yep, you'll be stressing. Mm-hmm. So make maybe make July your like quilt con cut off start idea. date to alleviate any stress. That's a really good idea. I know it seems like that's a long way away but you need time to piece it. You need time to like him and haw over decisions and mm-hmm. you need time to get it quilted yep. and you need time to get it
1: finished and photographed yeah mm-hmm. um my also my second goal for my quilty life is to attend more retreats I feel like I definitely missed out on a couple of retreats last year um and I want to meet more people so those are my quilty goals personal quilty goals wow meeting more people I know. Shocking for you. I know. You're so proud of me? <laughs> it is also only January. So. Yeah. See, so, yeah, oh, I'll I check feel in on it in, it in February. Too. Oh, a <laughs> big month for February. Yeah. A um, really big month. Somebody's turning 40. Hey. Somebody. <laughs> it's not me. Not
0: yet. <laughs> I'll take one for the team. It's me. I'm turning 40. I have no uterus, but I have five children. It maths out. <laughs> That's awesome uh goals for you Ash um my goal is I don't know forgot where I wrote it (laughs) I haven't really thought this through too much I've been a little bit busy recovering but um I think just doing more in person stuff and I really want to slow down my quilt production I made 34 quilts in 2023 that's a lot of quilts. Yeah. And then not to mention the year before that was. Yeah. Oh, 29. Yeah. So I've made. Jeez. That's a lot of quilts. Yeah. A lot of quilts in my year and a half of quilting. Yeah. Um. So I, I definitely want to slow down my production and just maybe focus on projects that take much longer and require more. I don't know tedium and Mm -hmm. i don't know a little bit more intricate Mm -hmm. yeah because i i really did love making that mountain quilt and it was a lot a lot of work but i think that's probably the project that's taken me the longest so
1: far Mm -hmm. and you were up on the quilt con deadline on that one too right yeah do you think that you would have spent more time on it had you had a little bit more because you knew you wanted to put it into quilt con yeah i was definitely racing the clock to get it finished and quilted
0: and then bound yeah. before submission deadline for quilt um so i i definitely think i would have i don't know maybe i wouldn't have maybe i would have still said screw it and left the some of the seams but before so that quilt got into QuiltCon and before sending it off to QuiltCon, now I've had to like really go over it with a fine tooth comb and like make sure like there's no popped seams that I should have and could have spent more time
1: mm-hmm.
0: like really fine tuning before even
1: sending it to be quilted. Right. But, so maybe more on like your technical abilities. Yeah.
0: in on that a little bit more. Yeah, I think maybe that just comes down to. Discipline, because I I do know I have the skill. Right. I have the mindset to, like, create it, and I have the capability skill-wise, but I think I need to just maybe still my brain and, I don't know, a lot my time a lot better to, Mm -hmm. like, be conducive to creating more, like, high-quality work, Mm -hmm. which... Is its own. <laughs>
1: its own thing that comes with ADHD and anxiety right, right. and well, being a mom of it. For sure. Yeah. And the space, you know, having yeah. to take your quilts in and out and having to pack it up at night and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, good. I'm yeah. excited for you. I'm excited to see where your path takes you.
0: What about the previous year? What's something that you were really happy about for 2023?
1: Um, something I was happy about... Um, I really loved being able to quilt a lot of quilts for people, um, and kind of hone in my skills and getting more confident in my long arm ability. Because the first six eight months felt pretty rocky. Um, I'm feeling grateful that I trust myself more, but I felt like I still have a long way to go in that realm. But feeling like the the long arm is taking hold, the long arm capabilities, and just yeah really focusing on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I felt like you were amazing
0: when you first started and now just like the one that you just did for me, (laughs) chef's kiss. So crazy. (laughs) Like I didn't really realize that there was improvement to be
1: made. Oh yeah. And I, and I still feel like I still have a long way to go, but I think that that's just being around industry people and seeing where you're at and just being confident in yourself totally but that's a whole nother podcast of <laughs> me being intimidated of my own ability you know
0: yeah so well I definitely think even getting that software upgrade and mm-hmm. I know that quilting is really an expensive hobby but I think having the right tools for the job is something that 100%. your husband talks about all the time <laughs> oh
1: yeah for sure like, they're gonna
0: do it do it right and yeah. I I think that this obviously can be taken as with a grain of salt. But I think, you know, if you are really struggling to get those quilts quilted on your really small hand-me-down singer, like Mm -hmm. maybe this is the year that you invest in yourself, in your hobby, and that this will look completely different for everybody and Mm -hmm. whatever your life circumstances are. But, you know, maybe you can afford to... Buy. I don't know if we talked about this in one of the like cost-saving hacks, mm-hmm. but you can buy machines on Amazon and do like the payment plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that takes a lot of pressure out of out of going to a sewing shop, or maybe you don't have one locally. But I like you can. Do that and so that payment can be broken up and you're not being charged interest and yeah
1: for sure and i will that. i will always say like i went into the grace company with just wanting to get a long arm just for the only capability of quilting my own quilt because i had a quilt quilted no fault to the people who quilted it to the shop that quilted it but it just wasn't quite what i wanted they did a great job on it but it just was not quite and i just thought you know if we invest in one ourselves, we have one in the family. I need to quilt one quilt per month to make the payment. My yeah. payment's $150 a month with 0% interest. Like yeah. how can I not take it? And what's what's the worst case? We literally just talked about it. What's the worst case? I sell it, because yep. I don't love it, Yep. you know? So it, it was a good investment. And then like you said, I wish I would have done the upgrade on the machine earlier. Um, but grateful for where I'm at now. Right. Cause you didn't touch your machine for yeah several
0: months because you were so frustrated. I was and so frustrated to have spent all of that money on a machine, but like not the right mm-hmm. software and not quite what you needed was a really big compromise to your creative process. Yeah. So I, like I said, take that with a grain of salt and this is not me saying, go spend a bunch of money on <laughs> yeah. your hobby that you can't afford. And like, by no means do I mean it in that way, but if you are in a position to do so, I think just trust your instinct there and mm-hmm. not everything has to be top of the line highest quality, but you know, if you are cutting on your dining room table and man, having a large cutting <sighs> mat would really make your your process smoother and help you enjoy quilting or getting to the part that you actually enjoy the most versus like really begrudgingly cutting fabric on a Mm -hmm. 12 inch by 18 inch mat like upgrade the mat right spend the money one time get a nice Mm -hmm. like old cutting mat and just call it a day like that's going to really improve your feelings towards the hobby and you know what if all of it sucks (laughs)
1: right because it, it'll you come can quit right can quit quilting guys because it'll it'll come down to that too that is if you do upgrade and you're like i still don't love it maybe you need to reevaluate your hobby and see yeah. if you still love it yeah and what about you what's your favorite of 2023
0: i loved getting into teaching workshops that was really fun and yeah i have quilt con coming up that i'm teaching at i'm so traveling exciting. to the houston mqg in the summer that's amazing dude um yeah. And just local classes and stuff. And it's been really cool to
1: make something up and have people want to do it. Well, it is it is cool how you like the improv that you come up with is really incredible. And that's been you since day one, you know, so to be able just to go teach. Yeah. Like this is how I do it. It's yeah. pretty phenomenal. Like, I don't know. In
0: my mind, it's not enough to say like I'm gonna do it my way and then just kind of gatekeep it and I want to share it with people and give them options and convert everybody to (laughs) improv quilters because it's so fun and free
1: (laughs) yeah but again like talking through you know I feel like I have traditional roots and to see you come in with that mindset right off and and to push the boundaries of what a quilt is and how it's made is what I think that the quilting world and community needs yeah you know I think
0: last year I set a goal to like do more hand work and I really I didn't really get to hand quilt like I had maybe envisioned I didn't specifically say hand quilting but I did really make an effort to hand bind most mm-hmm. of my quilts there were a few that got machine bound out of those 34 and i really love i don't know It. i'm still like a pretty slow binder Mm -hmm. i don't know if i can really improve that because i just kind of have a process and it ensures like a really consistent Mm -hmm. stitch and i'm really picky about how it turns out so i don't know i i I like putting that time into it and it takes me like four to six hours to hand bind Mm -hmm.
1: a quilt and that's a lot it is, but it looks phenomenal though. Like just the last final touches. Yeah,
0: it's I awesome. Just love how it washes up. Anyway, um, we also have some goals for the podcast
1: that we are going to talk about, which are which are um, looking forward. One that I'm excited to talk about this year is um talking about long arms i know we just barely talked about it but um just a whole episode specific to long arms hand guided versus robotic um what works what doesn't my opinions your opinions yeah i personally will go off on
0: tangents for (laughs) pantographs because i'm really passionate about like choosing the right pantograph and i don't know Toot my own horn, but I feel like I'm pretty good at it. You're phenomenal at it. Um, <laughs> you're really good at it. And maybe if we get enough questions, if you guys get excited about this topic idea, you are welcome to send in questions or mm-hmm. input or anything. Like in the meantime, until the episodes come, that yep. episode comes up. If you're listening to this right now, this will be a future episode for sure. Um, if we get enough, we can probably, we can maybe even split it into two and mm-hmm. do, pantographs. And long-arming separately. That's a good idea. Yeah.
1: That's a really good idea. Uh, because your your vision on pantographs, I feel, is a little bit different than a lot of people's. Yeah. Um, I think it's more than just slapping a pattern on a quilt.
0: Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's no wrong way or Mm-mm. right way to do it. It really, it does come down to preference. And what I'm seeking when I choose a pantograph is that it adds dimension to the patchwork Mm -hmm. we did talk about this with Jess a little bit and i think her and i have similar viewpoints like i don't want an outline Mm -hmm. or like an extra shape or a drawing essentially like on top of my quilt i want it to be accentuating the patchwork and giving the full thing texture right like marrying it together yeah instead of so we can talk about that and
1: kind of like what I gauge as like a quote good mm-hmm. unquote pantograph, yeah, and yeah. Stuff, but. I mean, because there's there's so many pantographs out there now, and they just it they, ju- they just keep coming. And yeah, the difference between custom hand guided and edge to edge, we'll talk about all those. So I'm definitely excited about that yeah. episode. I mean, maybe we write this down right now, but we can even talk about like
0: how to find them. Yeah, like our favorite shops. Because even like a year ago when I was starting to look for them, like I didn't really know where to go, mm-hmm. and like a Google search.
1: It doesn't give you a lot of options. It only gives you, like, the one website that's the most popular. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I didn't actually even know that Jess had pantographs until we talked to her. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we'll talk about that. We'll be talking about that. (laughs) What about you? What's your looking forward for the podcast?
0: Um, I would love to bring our review goal back and hit 200 ratings. Um, We really... You guys did such an incredible job of getting us up to... Uh-huh. 100 when we were trying and working on that um we'll touch on the auction quilt in just a second but <laughs> if we could get to 200 ratings we'll do another auction quilt and i really i enjoy making those and i mm-hmm. i think it's fun for the community and it's a good opportunity if you are a quilter and you get harassed about <laughs> people making you stuff you can just be like hey
1: Go go bid on this one, guys. I'm we're not making you a quilt, well, then you also have something made by us as well, yeah, yeah, so, and I think we're as of right now, we're at hundred and fifty reviews, yeah, so, yeah, so for that auction quilt, we
0: when we hit one hundred reviews or ratings, we did make a second auction quilt. <laughs> oh, it yeah. has not been auctioned yet, um, it's on hold it's on hold, <laughs> we did explain this in a previous episode, but we will revisit it for transparency's transparency sake um we made the quilt and we used the fabric for our guild sotopia um fabric challenge sweet amy at sotopia mm-hmm. put these bundles together and our salt lake guild had just this fun event where we all made items from the fabric and i think In my mind, I thought we were displaying them in the fall and then would get them back. (laughs) And, like, we could hit, like, four birds with one stone. And, no, they're not being displayed until, like, early spring. Maybe February at the earliest. So, when we get that quilt back, we will auction it we promise promise. it has no other plan
1: other than to be auctioned yeah and that was also the quilt that I was asking what you wanted for it because I thought I was just quilting it for you and Mm then (laughs) I was like hey do you want this back? And then I was like, that's so weird that Ashton's not offering to pay for it. And then it wasn't until we were at the Salt Lake Guild that you're like, oh yeah, that's our auction quilt. <laughs> I definitely said oh, yeah. it multiple times and for <laughs> whatever reason it, it wasn't. In. It just didn't stick. Connecting. Nope. <laughs> the dots were not connecting. <laughs> yeah. So that's good to know that it's going somewhere great. Um. So we'll get photos on that when we get it back. And that one's big. It's a queen size, I believe. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Yeah. So I really like bed that. Bed size. So we'll get that one up. We might hit our 200 ratings before we get that one back, but we should see if that can, is possible. Can you guys 200 ratings? leave us ratings? Just hit the five star. Uh-huh.
0: If you guys get us to 200 before that quilt <laughs> has been displayed, I will make two more auction <gasps> oh. quilts. You're saying on okay. the podcast it's going to happen. I promise you I will make
1: two more auction quilts. So we'll have, th- if we can get to 200 before we get that yeah, quilt Yeah, before back. we get that other one back. <laughs> With three we'll quilts have to auction. three to auction off.
0: And Dude. the proceeds go to a charity and mm-hmm. it's just a fun time, so. And they will be big bed ones, so. Okay.
1: <laughs> and I'll do the
0: quilting for free. <laughs> so challenge accepted, guys. <laughs> See what our threadheads got. Can you guys beat the SoTopia challenge? <laughs> quilt (laughs) i love it okay it's on there i should write this down (laughs) i think another goal that i have is just to see our fireball quilter friends oh i love them we get to see them at QuiltCon, but maybe making a special Mm -hmm. trip or we've been talking about doing a retreat for like a whole year so
1: yep yeah that that goes into my retreats more which then does lead into i want to meet more listeners yeah as well that's a good goal for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like when we started the podcast, we weren't really gonna have like a following. Like I like in my mind, I was like, oh yeah, it'll be cute. We'll just like have a podcast, but we've kind of built this little community mm-hmm. and I really wanna meet you in real life. Yeah. So, which I don't know if we told our friends, but I'm officially going to QuiltCon. Heck yeah, I was officially you are. not going to QuoteCon
0: three months ago. I feel like you said that on the podcast, but you hadn't actually booked your flight. Yeah, I've actually booked you my flight. You did commit, and you had bought your lecture pass. Uh huh. But you but did now, not book your flight. Now I actually have a flight. Now it's official and a room. Well, you've had a room for I've had a room a solid nine months,
1: <laughs> which got me to go. So I will be grown a another con.
0: baby in my not womb. <laughs> in the time that it took you to commit to
1: you cool con <laughs> not real <laughs> i know i had a hard time committing to this one it was a lot of things but um i'm excited so please come say hi to us because yeah. we would love to meet more listeners and you can just yell from across and go thread <laughs> we'll throw up a peace sign yeah <laughs> okay
0: um let's go over we kind of made a list of not really suggestions, but ideas. If you are like, I have no idea what quilty <laughs> resolutions look like, we have a list of a ideas list. for you to yep. consider and think about, and
1: feel free to run with them, or tweak them, or add to them, and yeah. Do I go first? Yeah. Um, the first thing. This is a big one that a lot of people try to do in the new year is no new fabric. Yeah. It just nope. No new stash. I can't do that personally because I don't have much of a stash. Yeah, you really have like maybe 10 fat quarters. Yeah, it's pretty tiny. Yeah, and you have some grunts. But but that goes back to that I don't make quilts for myself. Yeah. So that's going to have to change. So, so your quilty resolution is to actually buy fabric. <laughs> to, to actually buy fabric. That's the like quilty resolution. You can shop my stash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. When
0: planning it, I was like, right, I could probably do that
1: no 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 new fabric
0: yeah (laughs) yeah thank you art gallery i love you so much (laughs) um i think that another great goal is to get more involved in a guild i think after we did that guild episode we had a lot of um Mm -hmm. listeners reach out and just say thank you for the push um you can go back and listen to that one there's a lot of good points (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. reasons not to join but you should yeah (laughs) ultimately you should i think it was like episode three wasn't it almost a year ago yeah and i think along with this advice maybe if you aren't
0: feeling super connected to your guild maybe spend the next few months
1: guild hopping and trying out new spaces to see if you can find some people that you can connect yeah because new year usually means a new guild like we just voted we had a guild meeting last week and voted on new yeah leadership um, Ash and I kind of have felt that in our guild we love the people there and we love going to the guild and but at the same point we felt a little bit capped out so we said well what can we do to help us feel more involved in the guild and so we decided to jump in and be part of leadership this coming year yeah which is super exciting yeah I'll be planning events and you are the membership person <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me about membership. Membership officer. Yeah. Um, It was fun. Yeah. But it's really important to just stay challenged to grow. That if you feel stagnant, you're not a tree. You could move. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, I mean, specifically we use the words, like, if you feel
0: like you're not being poured into as much, stop and ask yourself why. Maybe it's your turn to start pouring. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I'm a big believer in always having... It go both ways, like you should be seeking mentorship in some capacity, but maybe you've reached a point where, you know, other people around you need to be poured into and be uplifted about their work that they're creating. Mm
1: -hmm. Yep. And then the mentorship does come. I think it does help you see things a little bit more clearly and saying, "Okay, this group is great. Let me lead. And then now you can search out other mentorship. Totally.
0: Um. I think, I mean, I came up with a pretty spiffy idea for our group. We do charity quilts within our group, and I think that's a big proponent of most guilds, whether you are <laughs> local to us or not. I think that's a big reason of why guilds were created, mm-hmm. um, was to like support other charities and raise money and awareness and whatever. But for our guild, we've done... Block B's forever. And if you were like me and heard Block B last year and were like, what in what the is world a B? are they talking about? Yeah. A B block is each person who's a part of the B selects the pattern to be made and you take turns rotating each month. And so January, so and so picks a star block and everybody makes a star block in the b group yeah, yeah within your b group and gives that block to who's ever whoever chose it next month comes up and you do the same thing and so for another person And yeah, yeah. each turn each person gets their however many blocks made by the other b members and you end up with a full quilt that you didn't have to make and right. you, with
1: the block that you preferred.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. you essentially only have to make 12 because there's only 12 months. Right.
1: Which is really great. Yeah. So you came up with this idea for our yeah. So to tweak that,
0: um, our charity chairperson, I suggested that we do charity blocks in the yes. same manner. And so each month our guild will be making different contributions. So a log cabin, a X, a mm-hmm. cross oh, or a T mm-hmm. or whatever, Um, economy block they can be so simple or it can be a color theme one month and we're just going to be changing that each month and then our Mm -hmm. charity
1: person will then have blocks to create a quilt and finish and then we'll donate that instead of one person having to make all of the blocks for one quilt yeah everybody can because I can totally do one block a month yeah Mm -hmm, but Thinking, hey, can you make a quilt top to, to donate? Seems a little overwhelming.
0: <laughs> yeah, and typically we do like sew-ins every other month-ish. And mm-hmm. our our goal has always been to create charity quilts during that time. But I don't know, it gets a little overwhelming to show up. And it it's never really reliable how many people are going to be at the sew-in. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think it sets up our guild to do something more creative together and it sets up our charity chair people for having more contribution
1: yeah. and not being solely responsible for creating those quotes a whole quilt, yeah that was a fantastic idea um in the same sense like we just said you could start a guild or you could quit a guild <laughs> <laughs> yeah i say
0: i on my list i have say no question mark <laughs>
1: New group or quit a group. <laughs> That's okay. You yeah. can quit. Yeah. Change. Change things up. That's why January is so great is you can re- reevaluate where you're at. Yeah. I know that
0: our guild just last week set a goal for creating a like collaboration quilt for QuiltCon next yeah. year. So we are planning as the Salt Lake Modern
1: Quilt Guild to enter a quilt in together and that's really that's exciting i'm excited for that for phoenix in 2025 yes and hopefully people can come to that too a full whole entire <laughs> year away from right now that we're planning yep. um yeah that's what i have on my list enter a show that can be a good goal of yours yep. um big or small it doesn't have to be QuiltCon. it could be your local fair yeah it could be the state fair and you can win a whole four dollars <laughs> with a check was it a check right yeah a check (laughs) not handwritten though printed right yep they do print it a check and a ribbon (laughs) yeah just to just to get yourself out there a little bit um you could try a new technique yes i
0: i have like sashiko on my list i don't know if i will get to that (laughs) we'll see
1: put it on the very bottom of your list Yeah. yeah
0: um but i i do want to try hand quilting again. I hand mm. quilted my first quilt. It mm-hmm. was amazing. I did not hate it, but it's mostly just been a time
1: yeah. issue since. Yeah. Well, we also started a podcast last year, so... <laughs> yeah, weird. Where did my time go? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> um, I want to try more custom quilting. Yeah. I want to get... Uh, I want to try more ruler work. That's my goal this year for my new technique. That's a great goal. Something new. So on the long arm and we also talked
0: about vaguely stepping away from quilting and trying another hobby Mm -hmm. whether it's related or like crossover content or not like you can you can try out new stuff and get your brain moving and Mm -hmm. you know maybe it's just doing a puzzle and (laughs) getting inspired with how that process relaxes you and putting those pieces together without much of a plan like Mm -hmm maybe that translates into more improv quilting Mm -hmm. in your sewing life or
1: I don't know. And honestly, if your list is to simply exist, that can be a good goal too. Yeah. That's really, it's truly enough. And because there is genuinely seasons for everything. Yeah. You know, I feel like for both you and I, in the last two years, we've, we've done a lot and we've connected a lot. And my goal for this next year is like you said, to just kind of hone in and enjoy it because I feel yeah. like we worked so hard the last 18 months totally that I'm ready to just kind of like enjoy for a minute, you know,
0: mm-hmm. exist. Yeah. Um, really quickly we can touch on that sampler quilt. I think there's a lot of sampler signups going on and block of the months and we have decided to contribute to that. <laughs> 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 it's going on right now at the time of this Airing um it starts next week if you are listening.
1: The second in week real January. Time. in second yep. week
0: of January. So you can sign up. It's the other art gallery, Socialites and myself. We each created a block and there will be two blocks released each week. So it's not a long full commitment. You can make them at your own pace and get them downloaded and set them aside and make them slower, or you can bust it out um i'm i really struggle with a long-term commitment like Mm -hmm. a 12 month like one block block per month literally yeah Yeah. i just i couldn't if i have the fabric out i gotta just Uh make the whole quilt i i could not possibly fathom (laughs) cutting pieces that i'm not going to use for 12 months or Picking uh-huh. fabric that I'm gonna have to still like in July.
1: Because I'm amazed at how even in six months my change my taste change. Yeah. So a full year. I did I did full year block of the months the first three years I quilted because I took a very slow entry into quilting and it helped me stay motivated to make a block. But I'll tell you what, by month eight and nine, I was so sick of the fabric. Yeah. I was sick of holding on to eight blocks, seven blocks, just sitting there. Yep. Like I just wanted to get it done. Yeah. So that'll be a really cool way to just get it released really quickly. Yeah. Make it a slower, faster. So we have a want. speed dating version of a sampler. <laughs> yeah. It's speed just dating. five weeks.
0: <laughs> five week. with the long. And how many blocks total? There are 10 total blocks and you're, you make two of each. So essentially you're making four blocks a week if you want to stay on track. But the inverse is used for one for each of our socialite blocks so, so cool it's you, a beautiful it's quilt. just a two-color block from each of us and if you really want to you can make it a two-color quilt um mm-hmm. which oh, was yeah i guess so huh? the yeah tension behind it oh, i might have to sign up more. now you can use that fat quarter bundle that you bought and use that up if you're not buying fabric <laughs> <laughs> but it yeah and we all use the same background color and it's a really beautiful
1: quilt and my dear Lacey quilted it and it turned out so gorgeous. (laughs) Yep and I am excited to join alongside you as a quilter partnering with this project that if you make this quilt Mm -hmm. with the socialites whenever you make it um, I'm offering a quilt pattern that the same one that Ashlyn did called I think it's half inch rainbows Rainbows, or something she'll she'll have it online um, that I'm offering 15 percent 15% 15% off your quilting. If you send it to me, yep. I'll quilt it with that pattern and get it back to you. Yep. So I'm excited to be part of that project yeah. as a quilter. Yeah. There will be more information yeah. like with the sign up If you just head
0: to my page and you can find the link to sign up and get all of
1: those details and
0: how to get it sent over to Lacey. Yep. That's so.
1: going to be a fun project. And I'm excited to see people, what they make of it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, you, there are also other quilt alongs you can follow this year as well. Yeah, for New Year's resolutions. And again, it I think it helps like hone your techniques. Yeah, you do something different that you wouldn't otherwise do. Oh, for sure, guys. Like I promise, I'm not just trying
0: to sell this sampler. <laughs> A couple, I made several of the blocks for my fellow socialites, and I was just incredibly inspired by their creativity. Um, they are, I don't, I haven't made all of them and I don't think there are any paper piecing ones, but there are ones with templates and I don't sew with templates very often. And that's a whole different, like,
1: Mm -hmm. I don't
0: know, part of my brain that I needed to exercise. So cool. And I'm going to say, this on our sewing, <laughs> or on our podcast right now, Christina West of Kindred Quilt Co has just some of the best piecing that I have ever, ever seen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Her seams were just like flawless and incredible. Like I, I don't even know if I've told this to her in part, like I don't, she's finding out now when she listens, <laughs> like it, was out of this world perfect i've never seen anybody work yeah that, that well done it was mind blowing um so yeah i, I mean i had the privilege of collecting blocks from mm-hmm. all of them and getting to sew together our sample quilt and
1: really like i said lacy quilted
0: it but it was so cool to see
1: just how much love everybody puts into their quilting oh, yeah. Well, and it's so cohesive together, all of it. So yeah, yeah definitely join the quilt along. Yeah, at um, the very least, go check it out. <laughs> I'm also really surprised too how quilting, even after all this time that I've been quilting, that there's always still something new to learn. Yeah. Like You feel like you have learned it all. And then not only are the new makers and the new generations coming up with different ways to do it, but I feel like there's a big push in curve quilting mm-hmm. lately like adding curves to your quilt that I don't think I've ever seen before so it's just it's really fun to be part of the community and just always have something to work towards yeah you know so keep your brain active yeah try new things I, is that all I think so let's go to what we're digging yeah well before that um, let us know what your quilting resolutions are yeah we would love to see what you're working on this year yeah yeah okay what you in do I mean to go first you can go first um, so I am digging um, so I made a lot of quilts last year and I made a lot of t-shirt quilts last year and t-shirt quilts, um, your rotary cutter really fast. Cause you've got the shirt and the interfacing. So I am digging my rotary blade from grace company because it doesn't have a screw back on it. You just pop out the rotary blade and it has like a little magnet on it. <laughs> and you just like pop out the rotary blade and then put the other one on and then you just click it shut wait how does it go (laughs) just like that (laughs) but it just like pops on and it's like my favorite thing ever that's awesome so the my my rotary blade i really do love it what about you um you digging anything cool
0: i was gonna say quilt con and then when you started talking i thought of something else and i forgot oh um i'm really excited for quilt con I am next too. month. I'm really, really excited to see just our friends
1: and to see you guys. And it feels different this year to me. Yeah, it feels it feels exciting. I'm ex I'm excited to see what people have made. Yeah, I'm excited to see people. Yeah, yeah. I, th-
0: I think going into it last year with my first year, and not really knowing to what to expect and not knowing, like uh-huh. apparently I did know people there. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> Like just virtually, but now getting to go and knowing people from real life. Yeah. Outside from the couple of people from our guild that went, but.
1: Uh huh.
0: Like knowing people from real life, from getting to see them yeah. last year, and getting to see them in Houston, and. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm so excited to see them again. Yeah. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Sorry. The other thing that I'm digging is my new pattern that comes out next week. To <laughs> <laughs> gonna just put myself
1: right there <laughs> i don't even know which one that is it's the terrazzo steps oh one. yay so it's really did cool. you end up making another one of that one i didn't you didn't make it i went with
0: it and okay good i left it and i have a linen version that i'm really really proud of it doesn't quite it's not the cover quilt but i will be sharing it online. i love that it's, quilt it's so gorgeous and it's so soft and I love the pattern.
1: It works up so fast. It's like... It's cool to me because it looks like an improv quilt, but it's not. Yeah. Like, it really is. It's amazing. Like, I, I saw it and I was like, I might actually have to do this one because yeah. it's so different than what I'm used to for a block pattern.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's shocking an Ashland pattern. So there's a lot it's of very background
1: much mm-hmm. fabric.
0: But, I mean, you could potentially make it scrappy or... Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't, don't know. Really just do. it's a really good way to feature like maybe some more out of pocket fabrics that you've mm-hmm. been holding on to that you can't quite seem to think how to fit into a full quilt.
1: Yeah. Um, excited to see what people yeah. do with that one. Yeah. That one's really cool. It's it's really pretty. It mm-hmm. looks like crushed up marble flooring mm-hmm. to yeah. steps. So yeah. I love it. Well, congrats on that one because I know you. you've been working on that one a long time. Oh, a long time, a long over time. a year. I wrote this pattern last October. Wow, October 2022. Wow, dang, yeah, yay! Just to see the light of day, <laughs> yes. I'm so excited for you. All right, um, is that everything? <laughs> I think so. Just
0: a quick reminder about merch and go online go online to check com. Merch
1: that will be up there by the time this <laughs> episode <laughs> airs get your merch before quilt con so we know that you're a threadhead
0: yep and just a reminder about that sew along the sampler yes. um go check it out you can sign up on my page urban dwell studio and you can check out the other designs that the designers made it's mm-hmm. it's truly so pretty and everything's just so modern It's very modern. (laughs) It's very modern. Um, But also the whole point was to take a traditional block and like rework it and be inspired by that traditional block and bring it into the 21st century. So everything is like a play on a traditional Mm -hmm. pieced block. And
1: it's it's really cool. So cool. I don't think I have any announcements. No, no, I don't think so. I'm taking a break after all the Christmas. Christmas was a doozy. Yeah. Christmas quilting was a doozy. So I am definitely taking some downtime and I'm excited to see all our you You're going to have to make a of steps quilt. I'll send that, you that could the be,
0: pattern
1: that could right be the one this. that I keep for myself. i love that for you. <laughs> 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 okay. That's it. All right. Find us on, uh, uh, I'm Lacey Messerly with Messy Quilts and MessyQuilts.com. Yep. And we are the Grateful Thread Podcast
0: at the Grateful Thread Podcast on Instagram. And me, No Uterus Ashlyn is (laughs) Urban Dwell Studio on Instagram. (laughs) The Grateful Thread podcast is created, hosted, and produced by Ashlyn Downs and Lacey Messerly. Our sound engineer is Nicholas Downs. Don't forget that we love reading those reviews on Apple Podcasts, and those ratings help other quilters find our community. So consider extending an invitation to someone out in the Quiltiverse when you hit those five stars and tell us about your favorite episode. Remember that we're trying to get 200 ratings before our Sotopia Challenge quilt makes it back to us. And if you didn't like it, be sure to pull a number. Bye, Bye Threadheads. The Grateful Thread podcast is just... Two chicks with a microphone, and it should probably be taken as disputable, and you should take us to court. (laughs) The Grateful Thread podcast is one in a million. We're so special. Ask anybody, we're the specialists.